From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Lots of stories today. A man's rotting body found under a sofa in an apartment. Turns out he was stabbed to death. The Justice Department's investigating uh, the uh, Sex Crimes Unit, Special Victims Division there, and we'll uh, let you know why. And there's a teenager accused of perpetrating hate crimes who was stabbed to death in New York City. A lot of people would say, good riddance. Because he's a hate criminal. I really don't know. We'll have to check it out and find out. Also, according to some NYPD statistics, crime has risen in terms of rates. And one thing we'll talk about, this is kind of a weird story, but the mother who was gunned down the other night as she pushed her baby carriage, well, it was uh, targeted, not random all right. Well, joining me now, yeah, Matt Nagan sits here. Hey, uh, comic Matt Nagan, what's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, Pat? Uh, that is a interesting scenario. Where it's a targeted, you said baby crib. Uh, yeah, she was pushing a. Uh, uh, sorry to yeah. Try to, I know you have to eat these microphones. Sorry. Her, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, she was walking down the street with her baby, pushing a stroller, and uh, got shot, gunned down on a New York City street. She's twenty years old, fatally shot in the head while pushing her three-month-old baby in a stroller. Up on the Upper East Side, and like I said, shot dead. Uh, before she was shot, she texted a relative saying she was planning to meet her baby's father to work things out. According to police sources, police went to talk to the baby's father but have not named him as a suspect. Perhaps the story's old because it would seem it would seem if this is the same story. Now let me see if I can make this connection. Yes, the ex-boyfriend now uh, has been taken into custody. And his name is, uh, well, it's the sli- her name is uh, Asha Johnson. And the 24-year-old man uh, who police have been hunting down is a person of interest, taken into Manhattan's 19th precinct on Friday night. No charges have been announced, but he was on law enforcement's radar over allegations that he abused and stalked Johnson in the past. And I, I suppose that's what she was trying to get worked out. <laughs> when are you going to stop abusing and stalking me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little, a little, a day late and a dollar short, I guess, here with that. But uh, mm. ah, man, that it, it's unbelievable. Some of these, some of these crimes, they they baffle your, they baffle your mind that what? people go that far Yo. with a three year old in the stroller. I mean, that's that's, that's your kid. That's your kid. Uh, yeah. yeah, the baby's father, and uh, and here you are murdering the mother. So now that's your kid. I guess you have full custody. But where are, you know you're just gonna leave it in the stroller, uh, right? And and you think you'd have the decency to murder the mother. When the kid doesn't have to see it, you know, at least if you're going to do it. Yeah. The privacy of, of, of someplace else. Right. right yeah. Right. With the kids at, at daycare or something. I right. suppose she's probably with the kid a lot. Maybe get a sitter. You get a sitter for that night <laughs> when you meet up to get together. But she was taking the baby to work things out. And, it, and I like the way you say that. You know, she's going to uh, straighten things out uh, with the baby's father, as she said. And you say, day, that's kind of a day late and a dollar short. If only her attitude had been that amenable when he was trying to stalk her. You know, maybe... Uh, she should have just given in and met up with him, you know, right. and, that, and that tried is, to work it out. That is a great point. I mean, think of what she could have. She, this would be a, a role model to uh, women everywhere, too. Yeah, save your own life. You know, don't make your baby an orphan. If somebody's stalking you and and he wants to, you know, have a conversation with you or whatever it is that he's trying to do, and, and uh, then maybe maybe meet up with him and try to get it worked out. Right. Um, they say that when uh, somebody's talking to you you really have to just cut it off and not ever talk to them after that you can't give them anything you can't like have six messages in a row where you don't respond and then respond to one and be like when when are you gonna stop because that just 
that's fuel that that makes that's the next 12 messages now right and and also the you know the the stalker's mind uh if you completely uh, ignore him he starts to think uh, wow she's she's really into me for you know that's the, the psychology is oh she's playing hard to get so you make him work harder and oh. there you go you know so we got to tell him once yeah, tell them once. I'm not into it. I don't want you to contact me anymore, and I'm not going to talk to you anymore. And if you do that, then supposedly that's supposed to, you know, kick them into that place they need to be, where they're not thinking like, "Oh yeah, this is she wants me." But on the other hand, it, you know, you, you've reluctant to do that because you think it might make them fly into a rage. Just, just like a, uh, a what do you call it? A uh, they call it people call it a restraining order, but it's an order of protection uh, to try and 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 keep uh, the guy from hurting. It's a piece of paper. What's it going to do? On the other hand, it creates a record, you know, so if it ever winds up in court, like, say, with your murder, then, you know, you have a document that says, you know, here's the guy to go look for. Right, but which which doesn't, like you said, it doesn't help you much after you're, you're cut up with the, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Once, <laughs> once you, yeah, once you've been shot, that that restraining order is, or even, yeah, once you're in the same room with him, you know, it's probably terrifying. I'd say uh, being stalked by some crazy dude, and it's 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 a real deal thing. Of course, I've been stalked before. I, you know, by some chick who, uh, you know, was mostly just doing it through the phone, making a lot of phone calls, leaving a lot of messages and stuff. It's not a good feeling. Definitely it's like not. you have to think about that person all the fucking time, almost. You know, it just keeps coming back. And then she ended up trying to kill me. Wow. And so, is, so so how did she exactly try to kill you? She brought a gun to uh, a place where I was and followed me from that place to another location and and just, uh, you know, had produced, took the gun out and, uh, you know, told me that she had a gun. Jesus. And uh, she didn't point it at me or pull the trigger or anything, which was good. I grabbed it pretty quickly. I grabbed her wrist and... There was a physical altercation. She was six feet tall, weighed almost what I did. I mean, it's good you got that gun away from her because there's no telling in the heat of the moment what what might have happened there. Hey, you know? She had a plan. She was there to shoot me. Wow. She had written it all down, what yeah. to do with her body. They said, what were you doing here? What did you intend to do with this gun? And she said, I was going to shoot that motherfucker and then shoot myself. Wow. And they were like, well... You probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, that should be open and shut for attempted first degree murder, sure, right? Sure. But we didn't go to trial. It all got settled in a plea bargain. Nobody has any hard feelings that I know of, nor do we want to create any. Oh, oh are you still in contact with them? No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. No, okay. No, no, that would be, that would not be a good idea. <laughs> but one I... time, though, we were in love. You know, I right. thought, you know, I was crazy about her, you know, but then, you know how things go. Right. Um, a person starts to sort of uh, have more bad times than good times in a relationship, and then she starts talking about killing herself, and you start thinking, I can't, man, I can't give this fucking crazy bitch reason to live, you know? And when they start talking about killing themselves, you're like, don't do that. That would be horrible. I would fucking... Yeah, at first, right. you, you say all that, you know? And then after a while... Well, you're like, maybe, maybe you're making some good points. Yeah, <laughs> you know something? This would solve a lot of problems uh, right. for me. Right. And, then, and then when you want to break up with her, then she, what, of course, wants to tell your wife everything. So <laughs> it, it it wasn't going to look good for me in court. But this woman, she uh, reported to the cops on New Year's Day that her ex had assaulted her at his home in Jamaica, Queens. Now, we know we all know Jamaica, Queens. That's way out there on the E line. She was six months pregnant with his child at the time, according to her mom, Lisa Desort. Oh. And uh, Desort 
told the post that that uh, here, here's a picture of her when she was pregnant as fuck. I mean, why, why don't I just throw that up? It could be uh, interesting to people to see. Um, yeah, that's that's what we call mad pregnant. Yeah, that's as pregnant as it gets, right? I yeah, mean, she's 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 bursting at the seams right there. That yeah, she seems to be happy with it. Uh, you know, she's like, or uh, maybe not. Maybe she's like, I really didn't uh, want this to happen, but here I am. She's got a bit of a Cardi B vibe. You notice that? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. She's, and she's a silver-haired fox. That's what they say. <laughs> oh boy, look at her. She's very small-breasted for a pregnant woman. Right. That pregnant. That's uh, surprising. Yeah, that is true. That is easy. But uh, she's no longer uh, around, and and God knows we don't. Uh, I, I don't intend to. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Blame the victim here or anything, but. Uh, when reached by phone Friday night, as you can read along, a desert said she was still waiting to hear from cops for confirmation on the arrest. If he has been arrested, my baby will have got a little justice. Well, it's going to take more than an arrest. Sure. You know, there has, he has to be uh, tried and convicted. and, and, and uh, He can't be let out in 30 days on bail reform. Or, yeah. Or you know, I don't, I don't think they do that for a murder. Or, or, but, I, mean, you know. <laughs> I think that's about what it takes as a murder for them really? not to. Yeah. And yeah, people are kind of getting pissed off about that. And, of course, right now, because of the Supreme Court decision on, uh, on I guess it's concealed carry, and your right to concealed carry, and, and it reversed New York's longstanding law on concealed carry. Now they're making a big deal out of, uh, out of murders like this. Right. As if that's the issue. You know, they're, oh, my God, gun violence. <laughs> they're suddenly their eyes are opened and they're like, oh, my God, look at what the Supreme Court did. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> this should have happened law or no law, my friend. Let's be real. Right. And they seem myopic about the fact that it's uh, increasing at exponential rate to, uh, to the point where it's it's almost like Mad Max out there a little bit. So, uh, you know, you, People like to talk about, uh, I, I hear people saying like, oh, when you talk about how things are getting so bad in New York and everything, and they, oh, it's not really a political statement. I can walk around and see that it's shittier. You right. know, you can see the blight. You can see, and by the way, I, wa I want to real quick say this to my loyal subscribers, fans, and listeners. Do me a favor, could you please? And I don't like to say this all the time because it's a bore, frankly. You know, it's like the YouTubers who are always saying, smash that like button. And blah, blah. <laughs> I don't like trying to invent ways to make people leave comments, you know, or oh, there's a contest here. And if you're right, look, just, you know, I get it. You're listening to a thing that's your part of the deal is done here, you know. But. It wouldn't hurt if you could leave a five star review on uh, a very high review on on Apple Podcast because uh, you know a lot of people they give me like one star because they listen for and they go oh I don't agree with this guy's you know like this sounds political I don't intend it to be political I really don't I wish everything wasn't politicized but the law does interact with the uh, you know legislation and that's affected by politics and if you take it that way fine I just I would like to see fewer people shot period i'd like to see the city looking great i don't like graffiti being everywhere sure. i don't like people pissing and shitting in the streets i don't like uh them releasing criminals so they can get out and do this kind of shit again and again and again and it's really not that 
big of a thing. That seems like the kind of thing we all would want. Yeah, you'd think that that would be basic. And I, I didn't mean to be too political myself. No, not yeah, at all. No, no. Not at all, dude. I mean, yeah. like, no, it fits right in yeah. because it's like we're just making observations. That, like, yeah, bail reform sucks. Right. Bail reform in the state of New York is a failure. It's 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 not helping. It's not uh, it's 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 not creating a, a better environment for uh, people and their families and their children and all that bullshit. The, the issue is a lot of policies. They sound they well. I don't know if this even sounds good on paper, but they seem theoretically like they they may benefit society, but when they're put into practice, they fail. And that this is one where you know it, it, it's very clear. I mean, you can just look at how out of control the crime is you can look at the what what is how new york has changed and um yeah you, know, you, you need cops to to arrest people you need cops to, to control crime you do that's not, that's not a racial thing it's just just facts well, it's not racial it's not political it's not yeah. any of these things it's just a very simple fact that like if you uh See, here's uh, crime in New York City rises 27.8% uh, while shooting incidents continue to, to decline. So that's funny that, that right after this uh, concealed carry thing, where, what is the date on here? Oh, well, this is from June 3rd, so this okay. wouldn't be related to that. But crime rates in New York City continue to rise as they as we trek deeper into 2022. According to NYPD statistics, if you're watching on a video, you can see right here what I'm looking at. Crime in New York City increased by 27.8% with 10,414 crimes in May. 2022 compared to 8,149 in May 2021. And, you know, 2020 was already a big year, and 2021 sure. kind of just held its own, but, you know, there's no reason for it to be going up now. The number of murders in May, except for, you know, the reasons we were kind of talking about, right. it says uh, the number of murders in May increased year over year. Well, it says year over over, but that means year over year. In, uh, from 41 in 2021 to 45 that's a 9.8 percent change 10 sounds like a big change but when you're dealing with 41 to 45 i'm going to call it st statistically insignificant sure. because you know what we're looking at there is just like uh three people who uh, were <laughs> they had a longer wait for the emergency room than expected or something you know what i mean true true uh, so, it's a wash yeah. yeah it's a wash so the number of grand larcenies has, has gone up 41.2 percent from uh you know, this is more significant. It goes up from 2897, so approximately 2900, to 4116, 4116 crimes when it comes to grand larcenies. And and they can manipulate these numbers in any number of ways, uh, you know, in, in terms of like how, how do you report a, a stolen phone? Is it a $1,200 phone? Is it, could you have sold it for $1,200? Could you... Could you? Did you buy it for twelve hundred? Did you buy it just now? Did you buy it a year ago? What's the depreciation? You know, I mean, right. maybe that's just a petty theft, and and a petty theft doesn't get figured into the crime rate, and so and the sometimes and the, they're motivated to do things like that. Right, and the other other aspect of that is, from what I can see, they're they're prosecuting less crimes, they're arresting less people, so it, it that might not even account for the true, that's true. the true crime. Oh, you increase. know what? That's a, that's exactly true. They're out there policing less. They're doing less proactive stuff for sure. So they're catching fewer crimes of that right. nature too, uh, of, of of all kinds, really. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they're they're catching more, but uh, they're but they're catching uh, maybe a smaller that's percentage, right? Smaller percentage of the, of the total, I would think. Yeah, I, you mean C considering what we've heard, it's like it's it's a real hassle going after criminals now. <laughs> It's, they've made it a real hassle, haven't they? They've made it, like, not fun. I mean, like, in Chicago, and this is off of New York, but, I mean, I've observed this because I saw it. And they don't even let them chase crooks anymore. You can't chase people. Wow. That is amazing. If you're a cop and somebody runs, you just go, oh, okay. <laughs> 
Fuck Damn it. it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stop so I can arrest you and take you to jail. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that. I mean, I mean, and that sets a precedent, and every criminal is just going to take off. And, oh, I mean, you know. yeah, it's going to become obvious to like, mm-hmm. oh, they're not even chasing us anymore. Right. So what's cops and robbers going to look like when kids play that in years to come? <laughs> is it even going to be a game that kids play? I mean, like, it's... it's uh, somebody mentioned that they that there's a term fattening of the badge, and that's when they lower these standards. Like you don't have to run now in in NYPD because you. Uh, and this is a, a tweet from John McCary, who I had on the show a couple of weeks ago. I happened to notice his tweet. He said that they've uh, taken out the running part of it. So maybe they maybe they're planning to go full Chicago style. Uh, wow, that's. Yep. And it's a fatter <laughs> shield, they say, and a fatter slice. <laughs> fatter slice. If fatter you've seen donut. that pizza, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. man, the pizza in Chicago. I'm sorry, look, New York City's great, yeah. but I'm not biased about pizza. Sure. I'm going to be honest. I think Chicago pizza's better. Right, I mean, that deep dish, the, the Uno's, Duo's, I mean, all that that kind of stuff, uh, yeah. you, you don't you don't compete. I've had, yeah. uh, I, I forget the name of the place. It started with an M, and it, and it, and it ended with a vowel, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago, but it was fucking extremely good delightful delight now you had a chance here to look o- over the crime numbers if you've been watching uh on the and by the way the video uh of this if you uh are not able to it's over at the uh locals nyccrimereport.locals.com nyccrimereport.locals.com now you a lot of stuff you get for not you don't have to pay anything just follow if you just follow that would be awesome i'd love more followers there and uh you'll get all kinds of uh you'll get free stuff because uh you know hey that's what i'll do but you get more if you uh, support. That's that's appreciated. The, the podcast here is still not costing anything, and uh, you get to see the video version of this, which is like me sitting here talking with Matt Nagan in front of a sign here that says "Crime <laughs> Report." This is a real thing, by the way, not a green screen. It's a real poster that I have here on the wall, <laughs> and, uh, and here we have uh, you know the, these uh, crime numbers here, which I'm gonna go over any of them here that look pretty significant but uh the biggest change that i'm seeing in the in the uh percentages anyway in crime is burglary which is up 28.38 percent i'm reading that right it looks like there's an extra decimal in there 28.3.8 i don't know what the fuck that means <laughs> yeah that is bizarre uh, uh, they had Someone, an extra decimal on it. someone a, was high when they were tabulating it's AM New York so take it for what it's worth <laughs> right. and also these numbers are from uh, June 3rd so we don't have the June I guess they're the as they say the, the latest numbers that are available uh, grand larceny up 42 wow. percent whoa that would be the highest one I guess yeah. fuck wow. me I just uh, call I just uh, fucked up but burglary that's a significant rise right. uh, and, and the numbers are significant too because it goes from uh, see in 2022 1239 and it was less than a thousand last year wow. uh, for uh, you know May and it's all just in May imagine a town that size where you have 1239 burglaries in a month. Right. That, yeah, that's that, a lot. That is a lot, that, and that's the ones they're catching. You got to think, what are the true, the true full numbers? Of the Some scope? of them aren't even reported. Some Probably of them are, are reported, but they, you know, yeah, these are the ones. I mean, well, these are the number of burglaries. It's, it's, I'm sure that it's not like the number of arrests right right true, true but they probably have they have arrests in some percentage of these obviously uh i don't know how many auto theft up so here's how it goes murder up rape up 37.7 percent uh that's a lot yeah. see this is not correct either see 114 up to 157 
That's not up. That's not a difference of 114. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with AM New York? It's just like I'm starting to really distrust this uh, source. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought you AM can New figure York the is, percentage, yeah. but you can't do the math on the difference. No, it's not double. That would be a lot more than 37. percent I mean, they were always they're always free in the subway. Though I would always read it on. You know, in the morning, and maybe you know, you get what you pay for there with that AM New York. It's they it. insist you take it. <laughs> they give it to you. You're like, I don't want that. They're like, No, you have it. Take it. Uh, and and you see it free in the um, little. It's not even a machine. It's just a little. You open it up and take one. And, and uh, yeah, you're right. I guess you get what you pay for on that. Right. I mean, I mean, statistic crime statistic wise, uh, it seems like you just have them and you just. Copy paste, put <laughs> right. it in your paper, and you're all yeah. set. You yeah, know? I, mean, I mean, how did they get that extra decimal? That that took some. That's artistic to, yeah. to not see that and not notice that we have two decimal points. Did you say artistic or <laughs> artistic or autistic <laughs> or something? It's it's very odd, you know. Yeah, I think so. Let's 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 uh, find this um, this story here you now is, is something. That, also, by the way, um, we have a gun violence czar here. And we'll uh, talk to that, talk about that in a moment, because uh, his name is Andre T. Mitchell, and he says, "My goal is to bring people back to their senses." This is from yesterday. No matter what the date, it's from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this a year from now, yesterday. <laughs> Many argue the most effective way to cut down crime is to stop it before it even happens. Uh, the answers on how to do that might lie with the people who have personally been there before. This is from MSN. I'm not really looking for great things here because, uh, to me, stopping crime before it happens, what that means is proactive policing, which means stop and frisk, which is very unpopular among certain constituencies, but it's very popular in other places like bad neighborhoods where they have high crime, a lot of shootings, a lot of guns. They don't like that. They are law-abiding people, and they want police presence. They don't feel over-policed. That's for the journalist to say, right? And um, they do say it. Yeah, no, that no, there, there's definitely that that undercurrent. It, well, I was wondering about the with all these masks and everything. Have you noticed, uh, you know, that how that plays into the crime? Or uh, oh, we have to like get into uh, your sort of history here a little bit because you were in New York and right. now you're not anymore, uh, and you're from Alabama. That's where you live now. Is that right? I'm not from. Okay, so I'm from New York area. I actually grew up in the New York area, mm. but I moved to Alabama. Okay. During the pandemic, during, okay, uh, right, got it. Over a chick and uh, some other stuff, yeah. and um, well, it's got to be yeah. over or under one <laughs> yeah, or the other. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, you know, it's oh, also just want to change a pace. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, the pandemic was a rough time. Right. I have no beef with anybody who left during that. I mean, I have no beef with anybody who leaves. Period. But I mean, like, right. to, but it's a good. T that was a good time to leave because it sucked. Exactly. It was it was so dead here. I would go up to the studio, uh, you know, the Kumia studio there to do my shows nobody on the street i mean right. i wouldn't pass one person sometimes that's unheard of right in new york city it's unheard of in almost any place sure. for it to go you know so many city blocks and then like go out and have a cigarette break after a little while and nobody's on 35th street at, at lunchtime crazy it's like it's like a war zone yeah yeah i was i was in and back and forth a few times and one of the I, one of the times i saw that i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. it was just a few vagrants or something on the uh, yeah, that's about it I i'd mean, get on the subway nobody's around nobody's there even what uh what were you going to ask about the masks so have, have, no, no, like, i just meant the uh you know it's a perfect de disguise you, you want to you know you want to commit a rape or you want to rob yeah. something you got the mask on i thought that i thought it would 
accelerate crime. With for a rape, you have to put a little one on your dick too, <laughs> like a little, so she can't identify your dick. You, that's important. <laughs> it's got to be N95. I don't know if they have N95s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so those are the really good kind. Yeah. But those th- those do allow an exhaust to come out. So they, yeah, they're right, not right. They're yeah. not effective. Five percent uh, of your semen squirts into her. So yeah, you, that's you know, it's, not effective uh, prophylactic no, no. at all. Do you ever have this with your eyebrows where you get one long one and it bug, bugs the shit out of you? The more I fucking get old, I realize it's happening. I hate it. Um, yeah. I, and by the way, people here who, uh, if they've seen the last, I, I do change shirts. I have more than one shirt. I just am, I'm wearing this one an awful lot lately. <laughs> I don't know, no one gives a shit about my shirt. But just to say, uh, mask. Yeah, you've seen that. People go into places with a mask on. You look totally normal now. Nobody thinks anything of it. It used to be kind of an unusual thing. An Asian person would have a mask on. We saw that a lot uh, going back, you know. I mean, you're, right. Asian people have been known to do that for as long as I've been around. Sure. I, and they don't do that. Or, you know, just some weird environmental freak who thinks, that, you know, whatever. Um, you do get lung. People here die of lung cancer a little uh, younger because of, I guess, uh, the uh, I, I like to think it's it's a lot of the brake metal, you know, on in the subways. Um, you know, because there's this metal oh, shavings, you know, oh, from right. the brakes. And then also, it has to go somewhere. Right. I figure into the air with some <laughs> of it, you know. And then some of it, you know, it's just filthy here. I mean, like, everything's, a, it's filthy for sure. your lungs to breathe in. Sure, sure. yeah, there's more toxins and stuff. But I'm wondering if those, those masks, the stuff I said, I, I read, you know, it's pumping. You're you're basically inhaling carbon dioxide all day, which can't be good for your health. Well, yeah, you, it's true. Especially when you got other... Stuff trying to breathe oxygen, you know, yeah. and your body's just naturally just breathing it in, and, and people have gotten lightheaded, they fainted, they fucking passed out or whatever. But then there's also the the little plastic pieces that, that I read about, too. I don't know if you caught that story. It was not widely publicized, of course, but these regular surgical masks that people have, just that regular model that you see everywhere, contains little bits of, little micro bits of plastic that people are having, they're finding them in their lungs. They're finding them in newborn babies, even in their stool. Wow! And uh, yeah, and they're making two-year-olds wear those things. Yeah, and I, I saw something called. Uh, Who's checking the stools of these kids <laughs> to see if there's microplastics in there? That's important. Yeah, that, you know? it, yeah. There should be. We need a squad for that. We what, need Eric Adams to get on that. Yeah, and, uh, dig through the turd squad. Call it the turd, turd squad. squad. <laughs> Well, you got the what do we have? The space the, team. So you got they have the turd team or something. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah turd force. <laughs> turd force. <laughs> they call it. They they say that it's also sterility too is an issue. Like it causes that. Like it's, right. it's a reproductive thing. It matters. You know, it's not just like I don't want plastic in my turds. Uh, you know, but it's uh, if, if that's what's in the turds, imagine what's not coming out. Right. So, but I know the stuff doesn't go from your lungs to your turds. So I don't know exactly how that. Uh, occurs really I, I guess you must swallow a little of it too um yeah it must yeah that is a great point like how does it get how does it once it's in your lungs how the hell does it get to your digestive any tract, any right? medical people here want to take that question <laughs> on uh we'll take your call right now no we don't have a phone but uh we we uh i you know by all means comment on the locals if you, you know just follow and let us know how does the plastic go from a, from a mother's lungs to a baby's turds. I think maybe if you're a baby, 
your ass is practically on top of your lungs because you're just like one lump of fat, you know. So maybe there's something to that. I don't know that it's so small. You're starting to sound like one of these pro-abortion <laughs> motherfuckers. You know, just one lump of fat. It's not a baby. It's a lump of plastic-filled fat with plastic turds. Uh, now, if their turds came out 100% plastic, we'd be good with that. That, that would be good. That'd be recycling, right? Pretty you, much. Well, you just take it and you know where to put it. It doesn't, you know, plastic. How right. bad could it be? Right. It's a lot better than the creamy mess that you get, uh, you know, from. Uh, I assume I've never changed a diaper in my life. I don't intend to start. No, I mean, why you're in the you're this? If you've made it this long, just keep coasting on what you got going. You know, just yeah. I mean, like uh, I don't have any shitty babies sitting around as a result. <laughs> you know, which is the way it would be for some people. Uh, they they actually have something on the line. Many argue that, like I said, the most effective way to stop it before it even happens. Now, I, there's a link here. What could that link to? What the fuck could that possibly link to? Uh, it says, uh, how many kids died already? Bronx residents call on city leaders to do more to stop spike in gun violence. This is from 2021, this particular story. The other one, yesterday. This one, not from yesterday. It refers back. This is Politicians of Bronx on Wednesday. This is from last summer, uh, 2021. Uh, politicians in the Bronx on Wednesday called for the community to band together to stop the spike in gun violence but residents had a message of their own we are overwhelmed with the violence just like everybody else uh but miss there are no adequate sufficient programming in these communities there are no adequate sufficient programming in these boy that is really poorly phrased uh resident oh this is resident abdul rahim shabazz this isn't a politician or anything he says we are overwhelmed with the violence just like everybody else but miss there are no adequate, sufficient programming in these communities. I think that's what the problem is in a lot of places. No adequate, sufficient programming. <laughs> I don't know what kind of program. Are they talking about PBS broadcasts? Are they talking about mind mind melting, like, uh, you know, brainwashing, like some kind of a CIA thing? I don't know. what they're, I, I know what they're not talking about, and that is nyccrimereport.locals.com because there is adequate, sufficient programming there. However, yeah, it's hard to say what he meant. The spike in gun violence in the Bronx is personal for him. His 13-year-old nephew, Jarion Elliott, was gunned down Sunday afternoon. That's unfortunate. Now police are looking for a high accord with three orange stripes on the hood believed to be connected to his killer. You don't want to you do want to you don't want to trick your car out like that if you're going to do a shooting. We yeah. have these politicians, congressmen, we have all these people coming to our communities spitting this rhetoric of what they're going to do for us, and they don't do nothing. That I agree with 100%, Shabazz. Uh, when uh, Borough President-elect Vanessa Gibson and Councilman Oswald Feliz held a stop the violence press conference in response to the alarming spike in shootings just steps from where Jarion was gunned down. Frustrated residents interrupted, demanding less talk and more action. I like that. I like the sound of this. We are the solution. We need all of you to help us, Gibson said. So, yeah, we are the solution. We need all of you to help us. Fuck you. Don't put it on me. Yeah, you know, I'm here paying taxes and shit. You know, like, what are you doing? Right. We are doing our part. We're mourning our dead. We're watching our, our, our young people turn to crime, or we are just dismayed at the amount of gunshots we hear around us. Regardless, we're here. Showing up here is our part. You tell us what you're going to do, you fucking pricks. <laughs> In the Boogie D. How many kids died already? Every time you do this, it's the same speech. Do something about it, one man said. That was not Shabazz. Residents are not asking for more officers, but more overall investments in the community. You know, adequate, sufficient programming. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, um, now you make some some great point there because, uh, 
this it, it, it's just that there there aren't good solutions it seems like people are just twiddling their thumbs and uh you know the the situation continues on it's, like a, you know yeah it it says here that residents are not asking for more officers well they might not have said that outright but i mean like why point that out maybe they do want more officers maybe if that was their option they would say couldn't hurt right couldn't hurt at all to have more officers what else are you supposed to do i mean yeah what else are you supposed to do but arrest people with guns <laughs> I mean, all right, they have an illegal gun. They get arrested. I, how come I hear about all these mandatory minimums for owning a gun, having a gun, possession of a gun? And then there's people who shoot people, and they get out in six months. It's no seven years fucking mandatory for having a gun. What the fuck? There is some mandatory minimum, and I think it might be a couple of years. It might, it might be what Bernie Getz did. But, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's changed since then. But, I mean, like, there, there's I, – I, mandatory minimums are apparently not really that – I don't know. Uh, Do you know anything? Uh, I mean, not re not really. I, here's, I don't. here's what I know, not to interrupt. Yeah. But if you have a violent criminal, uh, you know, and and the violent criminal doesn't have a gun, you still have a violent criminal. Right. If you have a gun that does not belong to a violent criminal, it's harmless, yeah. and it's even. An enhancement to public safety. Sure. So phrases like gun violence, you know, that's a problem. Right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go along with the word the term gun violence because it's like it's not a gun violence problem. It's a violent criminal problem. Sure, sure. And, and that's, and, and, that's and, indisputable. And it goes back because they, there's always been a, a scapegoat. You remember like the nineties, it was all video games and that was usually or rap music, that was like co commonly you know, if we, we 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 have less violence. We have less Tarantino films. We got less uh, gangster rap. It's gonna stop. Now it's the the idea is you have less guns. It's gonna stop. Yeah. But 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 that's just not. A lot of the stuff is just not practical. It's amazing, you, isn't you it? Know, you know, it just it's just not reality. Because the if you if you outlaw guns, then only outlaws will have guns. That's you know, what that's, they that, say. Yeah, yeah, it's a, I know it's a it's a saying, but it's it's but truism, it's true. but it's true. Yeah. That's why it's an ism right. because it's true and. It's you. You bring up a good point because in the '80s it was that fucking heavy metal music. Oh my God! If my kids get into that heavy metal music, it's gonna be bad. You know, and they're gonna do bad things. And then, and then it was oh my God, the rap music. If they get the rap music in the '90s, it's gonna be. I pray to God they don't get that rap music. And then, you know, it's it's been various things. I mean, going back to this to the '50s, oh rock and roll. Oh my God! If the kids get their rock and roll in the '60s, the flower power hippie bullshit. If they get that shit, you know. And then '70s, '80s heavy metal, and then rap, and then like, uh, and 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 now your worries are more like, God damn! I I hope that my kid's uh, guidance counselor doesn't talk him into cutting his dick off, taking puberty blockers and shit. You know? Yeah, because a lot of those end up being the being the killers. I'm not trying to discriminate. I'm just saying a lot of those people on a lot of meds psychiatric meds or or meds hormonal meds the Those system things, has yeah. failed them really right. by, by allowing right. this to happen yeah. it could be said and uh, you know, it's funny about about trans people that you see so many people that are trans uh trans babies trans children five years old ten years old this happens a lot more in la than it does in ohio <laughs> why would that be if you were born that way you know right. i suppose they would try to say well we have a welcoming and rec <laughs> community that recognizes this sort of thing but is that the fact? I really don't know. They do commit suicide a lot, too. 
but right. so do white guys. Sure, sure, and yet a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of to be fair, a lot of straight white guys also go on these mass shootings. Actually, probably that's the number one. Uh, well, but, as know. far as the big ones go, the ones that are like yeah. you know uh, the ones they publicize a lot. Sure. But mass shootings are three anything three and more, and they don't do most of those. Right, and right. Um, they white guys most of the gun deaths that uh, I I believe from handguns mm-hmm. are from suicide, and it's mostly white guys. Just like me. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> of, a, of a certain age, <laughs> certain age, you start to go fuck this shit, you know. Checking but I, out, I decided out. to just start smoking again, you know. Right, like, right, that's right. that's really more my steez. I mean, I mean, but it's always interesting which which angle you take because I think Hunter Thompson and Hemingway were straight on this way, right? But then I don't know. I thought oh, Kurt Cobain. The... I thought Kurt Cobain did something different. Like he put it in his mouth, and then Hemingway. I think one put on their to the to the temple, but you can't really hold a shotgun to your temple. That's true. So maybe I'm see. Maybe so he had to do a yoga thing and like, yeah, oh. I think he was eating it. He was eating it. I say right. Yeah, and I yeah, that's my that's my understanding. Which one, Hunter Thompson or or Hemingway? Cobain. Oh, Cobain. Yeah, Cobain. I think ate it. Cobain. I know a little bit about his. Death. You know what? It, not too much, but it was the more recent one. Um, did you know that? Uh, do, you, do you know what what what's her name? Courtney. Uh, not Courtney Love. That was his wife. His wife was Courtney Love. Uh, but Kurt Cobain's last words before he did, you know, put the shotgun in his mouth, blow his brains out. His last words were, uh, "Hole's gonna be big." <laughs> <laughs> and it was so heart heartwarming that that was a, she just she just was just so good. touched, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hole was big, you know. <laughs> so and she and she went on to become big. Yeah, the hole was big. The joke was complete, and this is a 1990s street joke. Courtesy of New York City Crime Report. So uh, they were not happy with the bullshit they were hearing back then, is what I'm getting. And so now uh, CBS 2's Marsha Kramer had an eye-opening conversation with a former gang member. Just eight months out of prison, he explains the positive difference he's now making uh, or trying to make on the community. And he's doing it with the help of the man tapped by the city to take back our streets. Boy, this is just an initiative that's going nowhere. Uh, Kramer uh, walked out of the offices of Man Up Incorporated. Mm. Oof. That's Marsha Kramer. CBS 2's Marsha Kramer walked out of the offices of Man Up Inc. <laughs> That's a social services group uh, based in violent Brooklyn, founded by Andre T. Mitchell nearly two decades ago. After an eight-year-old was slain by a stray bullet as he walked home from his East New York school. Uh, now, Brother Mitchell as many in the community call him, Brother Mitchell, <laughs> is New York City's official gun violence prevention czar. Uh, this is a position that they've created that I assume is largely honorary and is just a paycheck. Right. <laughs> Somebody that they can say, well, he's the gun violence prevention czar. <laughs> and he doesn't know shit to begin with. He's He founded Man Up, uh, which is, you know, he, he embezzled from it, uh, at a certain time, he was he was just taking money that was donated to them and using it, uh, something like to the tune of like fifteen grand or something, you know, nothing big. But he right. was he was charged in some way with it or cited or whatever happened in that case. But it was something that happened a few years ago, and and this Mitchell guy also is convicted of uh, manslaughter. He's a convicted killer, so he's a convicted killer from back in nineteen ninety. Convicted killer. You now he's New York City's official gun violence prevention czar hoping to take the lessons he's learned on the streets of East New York to every community torn apart by gun violence. 
what are you looking to do? Tell me, what's your mission? Kramer asked. Oh, and, and he said, my mission actually, while I'm walking the streets, is to be a beacon of hope. That's his mission. My mission is to be a beacon of hope. I mean, it's kind of like that uh, Wolf of Wall Street guy. I forget his name, uh, Jordan, uh, where he's lecturing on how to succeed in business. You know the guy I'm talking about? That, the guy that was based on. Whatever. Like DiCaprio. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's giving inspirational talks. After he's frauded, you know, yeah, yeah. Like millions of people, and he stole like a hundred million dollars, sure. and, and now he's he's t- teaching people how to how to be successful in business. Right? Yeah, you, you know, wonder yeah. like, yeah, why is it? Why this guy? <laughs> yeah, right. Why not somebody in law enforcement? Why not? You know, no, we need the gun violence prevention czar to be someone who. You know, has yeah. been there, but he wants to be a beacon of hope. I don't beacon really I, see now. Why is that your mission? He said, "I'm a credible messenger. I do a lot of interruption of violence. Yes, I do a lot of interruption of violence. Comma. Yes, I do a lot of interruption of violence. But my mission is to be a beacon of hope and a credible messenger. I, I find this 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 rhetoric to be so fucking." Yeah, absolutely flowery. retarded yeah, it's just so fa- i am a, i want to be a beacon of hope what you're gonna make people pulling the trigger and shooting people you're talking about being a fucking right. beacon of hope we tell, tried to uh, yeah, tell that to the, tell the victim of, of his manslaughter how do you feel probably, right how, you're, I'm not so a beacon of hope yeah when i'm standing over a dead body you know? oh no i'm a messenger of death i'm a credible messenger of death so uh, he said, what do you say to people? Uh, let's see, the Kramer asked him this question. So this is an, an interview form, sort of, in MSN. So what do you say to people when you come up to somebody in the community that uh, you know might have a weapon? We try to immediately talk them down, say it's not worth it. Whatever it is they were involved in, and we really try to get them to calm down their emotions. They're very emotional. And so they may be very angry. Who? Who was they? <laughs> Who is they exactly? Who the fuck is they? I don't know what he means. They're very emotional people with guns, people. Yeah, it's people just, who are in, who have. This is this is not all about emotion. This is not some of it is a lot of you know it does happen. People get emotional and shoot people. They do all kinds of things. But I don't know if 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 the if the large portion of the crime that's happening is just because people are upset. <laughs> right. No, you saying that? What, what would what else would be the Money's owed. Oh, right. Drugs are involved. Right, right. There's territories. A lot of it's gang violence. Right. And then some of it is, um, you know, just armed robbery, which is not that emotional. That's something that you have to kind of turn off your emotion to do when it's an old lady. Sure. I'm sure that if, if you let that flow, you might have some feeling of sympathy for, you know, just a very old person or a very weak person that you've decided to rob. Right. Someone in a store that you've decided to point a gun at, uh, you know, um, I think that uh, a lot of the crime is really, it, and it's not because they don't have any opportunities, therefore they are forced to do crimes. Sure. I don't think it's that at all. I think it's, <laughs> I don't think that there's anybody who just goes, well, fuck, I'll just do armed robbery and make a living. <laughs> My family's sitting at home waiting for dinner to be put on the table, and that's up to me. I don't believe yeah, that. Right, I see what you're saying. It's not like they had a bad, or they had a bad, uh, visit at the therapist and they're crying about their mother or something and now they're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna rob chase manhattan tonight yeah exactly yeah you know something (laughs) i'm just burned up over this argument with my wife god damn it you know what i'm gonna do i'm definitely gonna break into this person's house and steal 
I think it's uh, yeah, it, it's totally not like that. And and, and look, you know, what I mean, like I, I I can see why crime is a is is a tempting thing, maybe. But I mean, people are criminals or they're not. They don't turn to crime just to get the money to pay their. You know, I'm not a machinist. I'm out of work. I, I worked for 15 years, and they let me go. Scaling back, I was just cut back, so I just got a gun. <laughs> Said, you know, I, I was trying to get a job, but on the side, I'm going to do some some robbery, <laughs> some armed robbery. Criminals are criminals, people are people, and uh, you shouldn't mix up the two. So, uh, I mean, you you don't just reform people um, that easy. So, so what is what like I said? They what they try to calm them down. They're very emotional, and so they may be angry. My goal is to bring people down and bring them back to their senses, so they can rationalize and think what's going on. I can imagine what a uh, because he is a credible messenger. That means that he finds somebody with a gun. He tells them to calm down. They don't just go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> They're into it. They're like, wait a second. This guy has a credible, he's a credible messenger with this message, and I should listen. I, I wonder how much crime he's actually interrupted is, is my thing. He says, no, no situation is worth them using a gun. That's our training. In this, we have a number of, you know, a number of different crips and bloods and folks Crips and Bloods and folks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a classic. Three, three, three comics. Tr- Crips yeah, and Bloods yeah, and folks. Crips, Bloods and folks. It's like a Midwest thing. It's it was, almost sounds like a guy from Idaho. It's very homespun. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, and, and folks. <laughs> there's a lot of young gangs. Nobody tells their kids to go outside tomorrow and commit a wrongdoing. A lot of times they're forced through the though the pressure it says though the pressure the pressure of what's going on in the area they fell into it wait a second i thought this was their emotions <laughs> i thought you're trying to calm them down with their emotions now you're saying they fell into it they were forced they don't even want to be doing this they're against their will you know there's pressure i can understand i really can see how if you grow up in an environment where the crime's the rule not the exception then you're more naturally going to fall into that. That seems obvious. However, uh, you know, it's really um, a, a personal choice at the end of the day. It's not as if nobody comes out of that. And sure. having two parents helps. And like, look, it's, it's you know, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not easy to be in a bad neighborhood where, where there's a lot of crime. I, I certainly understand that. You know? Sure, sure. And, and if this guy could do some good, then great, but I don't think that he is. I think he's just describing a situation that we already know is there. We we know we all. He hasn't said one thing yet that I don't know. Right, and, and he and, said and, a couple and, of things yeah. I know not to be true. And it's also you. You make some really good points because a lot of criminals are not going to respond well to some like emotional dialogue. That's that's not a, a, a de-escalation. That I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on this, but it, that wouldn't seem to work. No. With that, that's why the criminals, if they were, you know, they're not. In some Freudian analysis, it's not like Woody Allen or something. They're working out right. their neuroses. I'm struggling really with the <laughs> criminal activity that I'm. Is it right? Is it wrong? Yeah, that's that's just on another. They're not weighing this issue already. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not really struggling with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you catch somebody on their first shooting. I just I'm out for my. I got my first gun. I'm going to do my first shooting, and this guy says this. Maybe you know, but I, it's doubtful. And uh, I'm surprised he's not gotten shot. You know, going up to someone, a blood and crip, and folks with some emotional dialogue. I mean, that's saying, that's hey, it. it's not worth it. <laughs> I see you got that gun there. What are you talking about? That gun you got? 
they're not going around like oh, I'm gonna go <laughs> do some crime. How are you spotting these people on the way to do a crime? Now the police have a way of spotting them. They they have a sixth sense at a certain point. You begin to develop a feeling about things, where people are at a certain time, the way they're behaving, bulges, you know, that, that are visible. And and you can go, I think that person has a gun. They certainly, you know, fit a gang profile. It could be colors. It could be where you are at a certain time of night. It could be the number of people that you're with. It could be a lot of different things. And they go, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go and uh, I, I, they made a, a certain movement that I recognize and, you know, Worst case scenario, somebody has to stop, answer a couple of questions, maybe a pat down. I'm not saying that that is something that we should all be longing for. I'm saying it's a practical solution. It's legal. It's it's not unconstitutional. It was found to be the application of the Terry stop, a.k.a. stop question and frisk, was found to be unconstitutional in New York City by Shira Scheinlin, who uh, was a judge who agitated to get that case and was therefore her ruling on it was thrown out and and then there was an appeal process for the result of the trial or something like that it gets a little murky for me because this is a few years ago this goes back to when de blasio was first before de blasio came in de blasio came in dropped the appeal accepted all the rulings right. on the part of the and, and and started putting all that shit into effect when it didn't need to Right, and, and so, that, was, that was predominantly under Giuliani, wasn't it? The stop and frisk, or well, the stop and frisk happened a lot under Giuliani, and it happened a lot under Bloomberg. And then, uh, you know, Bloomberg was a delegator, and so he had Ray Kelly, uh, the, just a fantastic fucking, you know, uh, chief uh, commissioner, police, police commissioner, right. yeah. And uh, he, uh, you know, and, and, and arguably they uh, turned it into too much of a what you would call a uh, quota, but you know, I don't think there was an official quota, but I don't know. They were expected to do a certain number of these stop and frisks. A lot of times, my understanding from people that I've talked to, sources close to the NYPD, whatever you want to call it, that what they would do is if they know a couple of guys, they would fill the quota just by saying, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Right. Okay. Jot a couple of things down, and it wouldn't be this. Not everybody, you know, when you see 100,000 of these things were done in a year. This is not 100,000 times people were thrown up against a wall, right. had their balls grabbed, you know, and shit, <laughs> called names, kicked, had their legs kicked further apart, you know, hey, 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 you know, and all that. This is not, you know, yeah, let's be realistic. Right, right. And and we, we have to be also just matter of factual. I mean, it's somewhat obvious, but, I mean, you can't go to the airport, whatever your race, and not have basically a stop and frisk. I mean, it's hard to. I've had it so many times. Sure. You know, yeah. they, they, they do this in other places. It is a part of a protocol. Per personally, I think it's there's nothing wrong with it. it I mean, if it's targeted or towards a certain race, yeah, Which, that's wrong. That's wrong. But, but you know, if it's just we're going to stop a certain number of people, you know, or then we determine are suspicious and in, in certain... Yeah, and you then know, if you don't see anybody suspicious, that's where it creates a problem. And if there was a quota in place to force people to do that when it, when there wasn't anything suspicious going on, which could happen, and right. as and as the problem became more solved, that would happen more because there's just not as many people carrying guns. <clears throat> they know they're not going to get away with it. So when it gets to be a problem, too, is and, and I will say this about stop question for us, too, Race is incidental because they are more likely to be doing things where there's illegal activity happening. And so these, if by the map you look, this neighborhood, a lot of crimes. 
That's because of something called uh, CompStat, which started out as Maps of the Future. That's how they would predict crimes where they were going to be. The original guy who invented it called it Maps of the Future, and they would put in just thumbtacks, pins, you know, whatever, and, and right. say, like, okay, look, there's a cluster of crimes here. More officers there. Right. Okay, so they know that's where the crimes are. They go there, and they go, uh, you know, this is where we're going to do these because there's more gun activity here. There's more people who are getting shot, carrying firearms, selling drugs, whatever. And it, you know, and the racial aspect of it is really, it's it's not like you have a white guy and a black guy walking down the street in Midtown Manhattan, and they go, hey, and then you know, throw the black guy against the wall. It's not like that, you know. And and you know, I understand these things have happened. They happen in Manhattan. They have been, like there's crime areas everywhere, you know. But and and you know, I'm not saying that every single person carried this out in a fair way. I'm sure. I, I mean, unquestionably. People are going to cross lines. Sure. People are going to make mistakes. And, you know, the, but the low yield, the relatively low yield of actual, you know, guns that get taken off the street, you, you might look at by the numbers and go, what if it's 1%? That gun, you know, was likely going to be used in a crime. Exactly. So, and, and it's yeah. a crime to even have it. So it, it does stop that. But exactly. What, exactly. So you, got, you have to weigh the privacy rights. I'm all for privacy. But the fact is, if you're not doing anything illegal, you have nothing to worry about. You know, I hate to say to it. You don't want to depend on that axiom, axiom too much. <laughs> I know, but, but it is true. It, yeah. it, it, that like if you if you're concerned about the community and stuff like that, then you're probably not going to be the type of person to be stopped and frisked anyway. Right. Just based on your you know where you are and what you look like, it, it's possible. Uh, however, I will say this too that uh, if you, I don't believe that crime, uh, in that law enforcement is and, and especially you know. I don't. I don't believe that it disproportionately affects anybody. Right. Like they started saying that about jumping the turnstile, that it's mostly this type of person, you know. And I don't believe that because I, mean, I don't believe. I just think that they do it more. I mean, I I, 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 I think that if more people are doing a certain crime, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter. Crime's a crime. Sure. I don't believe that there's police just watching white people leap over the turnstile, <laughs> left and right, you know, and going. Ah. Go ahead. No, you're white. It's fine. We ain't going to fuck with you. Go ahead. I know. you just. Uh, it's a rough week. Nobody does that, and, and I don't think it happens in any other crime. It's like saying that, like, okay, wow, I think that white people are being disproportionately affected by uh, the crimes like uh, white-collar crimes, fraud or whatever, some bullshit they do on Wall Street, whatever, or in right. business, and say, wow, they're obviously targeting white people, so we need to legalize that. You can't legalize shit. <laughs> just because it disproportionately affects people. Because if so, hate crimes against Asians would be legalized. Right. Because they disproportionately <laughs> affect a certain community. It's uh, You can't just go, oh, well then, uh, fine. Asians, sorry. <laughs> uh, we have this hate crime thing. And I, I don't want to blow up all these stories that I mentioned before and not get to them. So uh, we'll quickly cover some of these. Uh, that, uh, yes, a rotting body found under a sofa, uh, under a couch in a New York City apartment, believed to have been stabbed to death. Uh, the new city medical examiner's office determined late Thursday, this is brand new, by the way. This is a three-hour-old story. This right here is something you'll want to know about. Uh, did you? Are you like me? I thought this was a part of the last story. But that's just an ad. <laughs> yeah, I, I did think so too. I thought <laughs> that was the woman. I thought it was the Kramer woman, but it's not. 
it's uh, <laughs> yeah that is that is very odd the, the, the similarities are, are stunning yeah she looks <laughs> just like that other woman uh, the city medical uh, examiner's office determined that the man suffered several stab wounds to his back and neck and was a victim of a homicide police have yet to uh, they're not able to identify the man uh, body was so badly decomposed they don't know who it is who's been sitting on that couch with the dead guy under it all this time <laughs> well, fuck do you smell something <laughs> Yeah, that, that yeah. how could you how long was it sitting there? A couple of days or I, I don't know if they said that, but the, the, it's so badly decomposed that they don't know who it is. Oh, it's wow. been more than a couple of days. Oh, wow. A couple of weeks. Uh and the smell is got minimum. Be, wow, that's and stabbed several times. I assume the rats, you know, they they'll it seems like they would take a, a meal there. Let's let's just check this link here. It said it was discovered under a couch. A man's body oh, rotting for weeks. Yes, oh, found yeah. under a sofa in New York City apartment. Uh, the rotting body of a man, believed to have been dead for weeks, <clears throat> found underneath a couch in New York City apartment. This is on 77th Street in Woodhaven, uh, Jamaica Avenue near 77th Street, Woodhaven, neighborhood of Queens, around 1 p.m. On Wednesday, a tenant made the original call to the landlord. <clears throat> I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did make a call and say, "Hey, man, <laughs> it's happened again." It's happened again. <laughs> they were spraying for breeze for a couple of days, and then they were like, "You know what? Yeah, this but, is not a little. This is a little out of. This is a little worse than I than normal." You know. First, you go, "Man, mouse. There's a mouse dead." Like, no, that's that's something bigger. A rat, maybe. And by a by, a, you know, weeks go by with this weeks. shit. I hope the landlord. I mean, really, the landlord. If you get a smell complaint like that, I guess you got to kind of be on it. They found the man beneath the sofa with marks and trauma to his back. Emergency responders were called, pronounced dead at the scene. Yeah, he's been laying there for weeks. That's probably not a stretch. You're not going to resuscitate. You're not going to attempt <laughs> to bring him back. He's rotted. He's rotted. The body was so badly decomposed. They don't know who it is. Wow. That's, that's that's a lot of decomposition for I mean a few weeks in an apartment in New York City I guess I, and you just like fucking there's plenty of I guess that's plenty know, of time I I would have thought that it might take a little longer if you're not in the water or something I mean this this is a guy that doesn't have a big social network I guess no one is, you know yeah. no one, you can just let him I mean I know I'm not close with my family but I would hope after a couple they would get me before a couple of weeks or someone you know would be like hey check in. I just hate I, hate. I hate that the guy like fucking, you know, he crawled up under the sofa to die. You know, <laughs> like why not lay down like a person? But he he, he got up under there like a cat or a dog. Yeah. Died. Yeah, that is that is very odd way to, and then just to decompose like that. That's that's not cool. You don't yeah. want to be found that way. No. You do not want to be found in that condition ever. And, and then it seems like they'll never. I, I wouldn't want to be caught dead <laughs> laying under a couch, decomposed so bad they don't know who I am. I would be grateful they don't know who I am at this point. Damn! Yeah. If they don't know who he is, that means it wasn't his apartment. I guess. I guess not. I mean, yeah, that it's that 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 will be a, a tough. A tough crime. I'm surprised no one's calling, saying, "You know, where's where's my uncle?" Where's so the fact that they don't know, and they can do DNA now. That that is well, a lot. Well, just but yeah, but yeah, that's true. They can do DNA now. Maybe they just haven't gotten around to it yet. His official cause of death is pending a city medical examiner's report. Uh, yeah, it wasn't spontaneous decomposition that killed him. Um, <laughs> although I see people who I think Nancy Pelosi, for instance, has that. <clears throat> uh, as of Thursday morning, police have not provided additional details on the incident. No arrests have been made. The investigation is underway. Cops reviewing surveillance footage. 
uh, discovery came more than five months after police found the body. Oh, okay. Uh, of, of a 36-year-old autistic woman fused into a sofa. Jesus. Oof. Woof is right. Fused into a sofa surrounded by her own excrement. Ooh. Huh. Damn, that's... That's probably why she was scared to get off the sofa. <laughs> she was surrounded <laughs> by her turds. <laughs> she started watching a Rocky marathon, and it was all over after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. She couldn't get sufficiently inspired. <laughs> Gonna fly now. <laughs> oh, jeez. This was in Slaughter, Louisiana, by the way. So the victim, Lacey Fletcher, suffered from... Locked-in syndrome, a rare neurological disease that prevented her from moving her muscles. Holy shit. Damn. Authorities believe Fletcher may have been confined to the couch. This is in this other... For 12 years, bed sores on her body oh. went down to her bone. That is painful. Her parents, oh. Sheila and Clay, facing second-degree murder charges, were released from jail in May after each posting $300,000 bonds, and if convicted, they face life sentences in prison without parole. The Fletcher's trial is expected to start as soon as October. This shit just happened in New York City, and I don't think it has anything to do with the Fletchers. Why are they talking about this poor woman? An autistic woman fused into a sofa. She became the sofa. That's how long she sat there. Bed sores down to her bone. It's unthinkable. Yeah, that couch is now on the spectrum. So yeah, it is, and it's and it's not going anywhere. Not going it has anywhere. the same problem. It inherited her her neurological disorder. She can't move her muscles. Here's the couch, by the way. You can see it uh, if you have the uh, if you're watching on the app or not or on the uh, nyccrimeport.locals.com. Good lord, that's how low she was. And I bet you that couch is highly toxic, poisonous. Don't touch it. Uh, Don't go anywhere near it. Not that you'd be tempted to. It stinks. It says decomposing body. Her decomposing body was found covered in insects. And her uh, own bodily fluids. Ah, uh, man. Is, is is the word ignominious? Is that what that? Yeah. Ignominious. Um, is that what that that's pronounced? Right. Let me just look up ignominious. I know that word, but I'm not. Igno. Should pronunciation. Mini. It's like one of those words you read in a book, but minious. you know. But you know. Yeah, you just kind of read through it. I think you're pronouncing it right, but I'm not sure. Ignominious. Uh. Ignominious. Characterized by or deserving shame or disgrace. Ignominious. Degrading. Debasing. Ignominious. Marked with ignominy. <laughs> she got ignominized. Ignominious. Incurring public disgrace. Ignominious. Dishonorable. Ignominious. Shameful. Shame on you. Oh, my God. It didn't work out good in her case. Oh, uh, man. We'll, uh, <laughs> she will live forever in ignominious. In ignominy. <laughs> Ignominy. Ignominy. <laughs> Good talking to you. Yes. Uh, Matt, Matt Nagan. Thank you. And, and your comedy is certainly enjoyable, and uh, I've seen it, and I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed your show up at Broadway Comedy Club. That we it. had that the other night, and that's uh, once a month. Is that right? Are you there yeah, once a month? Yeah, like uh, once a month or once every other month. The crazy show at uh, Broadway Comedy Club over oh, there. Yeah. So uh, I love that stage, and yeah. it was so good to be back there again. I hadn't been back since COVID, so yeah. I appreciate you having yeah, me back. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And, that, that and you performing anywhere in Alabama? Uh, a, a little bit. I'm doing a, a temple gig coming up in uh, Birmingham. 
Oh. Got the name of the temple somewhere. Y'all got a whole <laughs> temple down there? There's that many Jews down there? Now that, holy probably, shit. I'm this probably, motherfucker's talking about going to synagogue, a temple event. <laughs> I'm probably the only, that's probably the only temple event that's another city nearby where Birmingham's a little bigger city. So they actually have a temple there. Ah. So as a Jew, you know, they probably they probably found me a needle in a haystack. Yeah. How many Jews in Alabama? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. They, They're uh, like, huh, this is the guy that's listed. Jew comedian, <laughs> Jew comedian. for temple. That's <laughs> the one in all the whole state. It's the, oh, it's like, yeah, in the South, you have, like, one Jew comic. What the fuck? They're everywhere here. <laughs> All right. Well, one more time, uh, I hope you guys check out nyccrimereport.locals.com. You can watch there. And, Matt, thanks for being here. Thank you, Pat. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Stop. <laughs>